Hey, everybody, you're listening to Beyond 1894. This is the official podcast of Louisiana Tech University. I'm Gavin Kelly from the Office of University Communications. And our guest for this episode is Emily Poole Cash, recently married. Um, She is our campus experience coordinator in the Office of Admissions. Emily, thanks for being here today. Thank you, Gavin, for having me. Um, I'm still trying that that new name on for size. Like it doesn't just necessarily uh, resonate with me that I've had a name change because it is so new. But I am um, Emily Poole Cash, the Campus Experience Coordinator, and I am thankful that you chose me to be on here this afternoon. Well, I'm glad you're here. And for those who know you, uh, they know you go by Poole. So um, to have a name change, you know, for some people might throw a wrench in it, but you're you're Poole to everyone. So we're going to get into kind of how your role functions in the Office of Admissions, because I I think the campus experience that you are responsible for coordinating um, is a unique one. But first of all, I want to kind of talk about your background, um, because, you know, we say ever loyal be a lot. And, you know, that that means a lot of different things. But I think it could mean like, you know, your ties to tech and how consistently tech is a part of your life. And I think tech's been a part of your life for a while. So tell us a little bit about um, what led you to tech and how long you've been here. So my mom likes to joke around and tell everybody that I love tech so much that I never left, which is pretty true. Um, I came to tech in the fall of 2008, but, you know, just to kind of circle back to the question you asked, what kind of led me here? My mom is a tech alum. My aunt's a tech alum. I come from a whole long line of, you know, tech people in my family. Um, I had a cousin that I, he's much older than me, but I, I would call him uncle since he's older. Like he graduated when it was still Polytechnical University. Yeah, wow. Um, it was in engineering, obviously. Um, he lived in East Texas. So, you know, we all like are from this one little area, but I mean, we all have that common bond of being, you know, Louisiana tech people and my hometown, even though it's only 550 people, no stoplight has produced so many tech grads. Um, and again, a lot of them coming from my family alone, but you know, it's only 60 miles from here. So it's a good, you know, good transition from, you know, being at home to being like, you know, kind of independent on my own. But again, I started in the fall of 2008. Um, I graduated, I extended my curriculum just ever so slightly. I told my dad, I said, I knew you wouldn't want to sit through that long springtime commencement. So I said, I just, you know. Did him a favor. Did him a favor. He he gets restless. I knew (laughs) that he wouldn't like that. He said, yeah, I'm sure that's what it was. So I said, I extended it though, dad, or um, that fall one was just so much shorter. But, you know, I I think I'm pretty much on trend with what the average, you know, how long it takes people anyways. But so I graduated in 2012. Um, I worked at what was Community Trust you know, at the time, now origin for, you know, about a year. Uh, and, you know, then I found my way back, you know, with the recruiter position. So I started that. And obviously, most people know that the recruiting positions are typically just a stepping stone, which, you know, and then you're out the door to whatever the next opportunity is and start that next chapter of your life. But, you know, I just loved it. I mean, I, you know, I said I was never going to be in education because my mom's a school teacher. You know, it's kind of hard when they're always the first one to school and the last one to leave. And that was, you know, what I grew up doing from kindergarten, you know, to 12th grade. We we rode to school together every day of my life. And I said, I didn't want to be the first person to school every day, the last person to leave. But you know what? Here I am in education <laughs> yeah. um, in a roundabout way. I might not be the teacher, but I am one of the first people on this campus mm-hmm. every day. Um, I start my day about 6.30 every morning in Hale Hall. And, you know, I just like to – that's kind of my quiet time because – 
after when it hits eight, it's Grand Central Station. My office is kind of a revolving door. Um, I, my roles have kind of changed, you know, throughout the years. Like I said, since I started as a recruiter, I was Arkansas first, um, and then I did Houston because we didn't have a regional recruiter at the time. So that was unique because I'd never driven like in seven lanes of traffic, sure. I guess. And so <laughs> they just kind of throw you, they don't give, there's no manual right. on like how to drive and that. And they just like, oh, you just go on and we need you to recruit these kids and you need to bring them across the state lines. I mean. Was it easier or harder than you thought um, recruiting from Arkansas, your home state? Was that, were you like, it's Arkansas, I know Arkansas and it'll make it, you know, easier to kind of sell to these kids or was it? I think since the majority of our students a lot of times come from rural areas in Arkansas, that's just like my bread and butter right. just because that is what I, that's where I'm from. And I think the way I do speak Arkansan, obviously, and, you know, by that I say this, college isn't the, you know, the first route necessarily for everyone. I mean, obviously I want everyone to come to Tech, but, you know, that's just not – the plan for everyone. So I always felt like I had done my job in Arkansas if I encouraged a student to do anything after graduation, whether it was to go get a trade or, you know, go, um, you know, to cosmetology school, just something. Mm -hmm. You know, if you could just do something beyond going to high school, I felt like I had done my job. Even though I knew my ultimate goal was to bring them to tech, in reality, that was not, you know, everyone's story. And, you know, we have – obviously, recruiting Arkansas is – I met some of the neatest people, you know, people that were at my wedding, you know, from different colleges and stuff. So, you know, I enjoyed, you know, that time just because it, not everybody can speak to like a small town USA type person. It, it just, you have to be on their level and, mm -hmm. you know, you have to like let them know that whatever they won't see themselves doing, you know, after their little time in high school, that's okay. And like help them direct, like some of them don't know what they want to do. And so you have to be willing to like give them options and kind of show them the route and not, I feel like as a recruiter, if that's not your, if your end goal is not to just help the young people, then you're probably in the wrong business. But I definitely think that recruiting Arkansas obviously was my favorite, you know, I couldn't recruit anywhere like, and leave Arkansas water sure. so does somebody because again I do speak Arkansas and it's just it's a different <laughs> language up there but um, it's one that's near and dear to my heart but the vast majority of our students are coming you know from more rural areas in Arkansas so it is different um, than some of your like metropolitan areas like Houston and Dallas um, it's just different types of of people and you have to that's why you have to put you know people where they best fit um, in the, those different demographics but. Fortunately, I'm one of those people that I got a personality. You just I get in where I fit it. You know, I could I kind of fit in wherever you throw me. So you know, you might put me in a big city, and I can I can speak big city. I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's still gonna talk slow and be you know have that slow South Arkansas twang to it. But it makes people feel at home, and that's that's one thing that I've learned. Like I said, I don't know what it is about South Arkansas accent, but people just want to tell you their whole life story and. <laughs> I, th I think that is probably what has helped me in this role is it makes people feel comfortable and it just speaks to what our culture is, which is the tech family. And I know a lot of people don't necessarily like to harp on that because they say lots of universities use that term, but well, they're using it too freely because I know that yeah. it's here because um, I've lived it and breathed it, you know, since 2008. And, you know, with me being freshly married, like this has been my family here. You know, right. obviously my family is, they're all in Arkansas. And so in my adult life, like this has filled such a void for me and it could do that for other people 
as well. And that's what I think people can see when they come on their tours and stuff. Yeah. I mean, if you ask anyone, most of the time what they liked about tech, they use words like home and family feel and stuff like that. So it's not it's not something we made. It's not just a marketing term. You know, tech family means something. So, yeah, just to your point, you know. And I think a lot of people that think it's overused probably realize recognize about themselves that they might not always be the most hospitable in a way like you know that's just my natural being I mean I have a servant heart I mean again my mom retired from school teaching after 42 years so it just kind of was just instilled in me to have that nurturing um you know just feel about me and so that's kind of I feel like definitely what has helped me in this role um you know, I recruited for five recruiting seasons before they came up with the campus experience, you know, coordinator position. And it was just a better fit for me because at first I was recruiting and I had taken on preview days, which was quite the feat because at that time uh, we were still having to walk, like physically walk the facility reservation forms around and get signatures. Whew. Man, yeah. <laughs> it, like, talk about, you think that was only did only did that during the Stone Age. No, that was like very recent yeah. um, we were doing that. So, you know, that made it, it posed like quite the challenge, you know, when you're, you're on the road recruiting and then you're having to come and like get signatures. So that person just really needed to be on campus full time. And so it just kind of transitioned and morphed into not only being like just a preview day girl but like the campus visit and then they came up with campus experience but it's all encompassed into one you know so the role was kind of made for yes. you okay so and i mean i I'm, I'm glad to be the first one because no one really knew what it would look you set like. the standard yeah you decided what that job looked like exactly and i'm like i say i only set the bar low for limbo i don't know so i hope i set it pretty high for um you know anyone who might have this job one day but it's definitely it's it's something that every day's a new day you know, there's always going to be people that, you know, might not have a good experience. And there's always there's going to be more times than not, though, on Tech's campus, they had a wonderful experience. So, you know, we have to just go with, you know, constructive criticism when we get it and try to change and fix and adjust. And it's that's what it's about all the time. And I know sometimes that change isn't always easy, but we always need to be looking forward to, like, making it enhancing what people experience when they come on um, our campus and that's something I'm pretty proud of is because I think we do a really good job at doing just that I think um, our campus visit program is arguably one of the best in the state and pretty much in the like I tried to do my research at other schools it's really unheard of a school like our university our size still having you know one-on-one campus tours right um, I will say, you know, during the summer, it, sometimes it does get a little tough just because, I mean, these kids go home. I mean, they are allowed to have a little vacation time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, sometimes you might have one or, you know, two families with a student recruiter, but, you know, that isn't the, the tech way for me, you know, but during the fall, it's, you know, one-on-one. -on -one and that that's just really kind of unheard of to have that experience. And, you know, I know we were talking about earlier, I don't think people sometimes realize just how personalized it necessarily yeah. is. But, um, you know, just kind of going back to when I first started, we actually met the as recruiters, met with all the people from our area for like an hour in our office before they went to the departmental side. So just like looking like how the whole campus visit way has transformed. Mm -hmm. It's just come a long way. It's very streamlined now. And I'm very structured as much as I'm spontaneous and so extroverted. I like a good streamlined process. That's the way it should be. And 
Um, I think how we have it now works really well with, you know, every all parties involved. You know, it's not just about admissions. It also housing and the departments. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, there's a lot of people that we have to make happy, like amongst the five colleges and stuff and trying to work, you know, what works best for everyone. And right now, that 830 and 130, those are just the sweet spots of the day. Um, and they're full. I mean, today we had 18 visitors plus yeah. the group. So, I mean, we're we stay and it's hot it's, it's hot. hot they're out here walking around and getting the experience in this heat so you know you gotta that's what, that's show what them I the best them. it's definitely um not ideal temperatures but <laughs> you know I, I said it it is what it is you're gonna it if you don't like the weather today tomorrow will be different yeah yeah and it's if it's the campus experience the experiences in the summer here on campus it's hot so you know it's it's true there's realism to it you know what sort of things because you know you mentioned how it's kind of changed from when you took on this role to now what sort of things were important to you to implement as far as those changes go because you you got to shape what kind of the campus experience was like the visit experience so how did you decide when and how to make those changes and what those changes would be we knew it was just kind of hectic like having you know multiple recruiters all the in-house recruiters reaching out to different departments and different things and like Mm -hmm. you kind of need to have a middleman you know that liaison for you know the different departments and different things just because it makes it so much more streamlined and they're not you know thinking well I just talked to pool and then Colin emailed me or you know it's just it was just a lot of back and forth and you really just need that like not too many I definitely think that when we kind of cleaned up that process a little bit where we have five admission specialists, that, I mean, that branched off, like in addition to the recruiters, we have the five admission specialists for the individual colleges. They serve as the liaison from admissions to the individual colleges. So anything that, you know, all the changes that are made, you know, within the colleges, you know, they're the ones to voice that, you know, to us where we know as far as like from recruiting standpoints and stuff. But, you know, after we schedule, like I schedule the visits and everything, the admission specialists are the ones that do the departmental side now. Like, they schedule all that. It just really, like I said, cleaned up the whole process as far as making it way more foolproof, if you, way, mm-hmm. you, know, if you will. Um, and then, like, only having those two times a day. To get the full experience like we offer, you can, like, I know some universities offer multiple tour times a day. It just works well for us only having two because, you know, you start at eight thirty. I mean, you're not getting done till like right at lunch. Right. That's a long, you know. Most people don't leave with too many questions, and that's what I, I really yeah, think is our bread and butter is the fact that it is thorough, and that's what I think. Uh, like I, I always get tickled when people are like, I would in addition to the campus where I'd like to schedule housing, and I'm like, it's all inclusive. Yep. This yep. is your one stop. You know, we are like a sandals resort. Mm-hmm. I mean, every you get everything. You know, in one stop, and so that's something that. I'm, you know, definitely excited about. And then, again, we do the same thing, one thirty. You know, people aren't really getting done until around 4. So, mm-hmm. you know, that is, like, people know that up front. So if they're coming from farther off, sometimes they want to do that morning tour where they can get back, you know, uh, you know, until it get, you know, before it gets too late in the afternoon and stuff. But I think that that was probably the biggest change is the structure of how the campus tours mm-hmm. worked, going from recruiters doing kind of all the backside to it being way more streamlined. Um, you know, it also just helps out, like, you know, I work very closely with Ron Richard, you know, when we have, you know, Dr. Geist visitors. And, you know, like, even he knows, like, it's going to be, we try to get Dr. Geist visitors in at 8. 
we scoop them up at 8.30, mm-hmm. you know, or 1, scoop them up at 1. It's just because it makes the whole process so much more seamless for everybody. And, you know, so, like, once that message got across the campus, like, everyone knows that that's just work, what works best. And no one's inconvenienced because housing knows that at 9.15 and 2.15 every day, that's when the kids, you know, the groups are going to get dropped off. And it just makes it just really less chaotic for everybody, too. And, you know, I think that a lot of people sometimes don't realize, like, and I think that something we do well, too, is that everybody's important. Like, every leg yeah. of the race is just as equally important. You know, it starts from the time they walk into Hell Hall. You know, student recruiters, like, they have 45 minutes with them, and then the housing people and everything. Like, everybody's role is equally as important. And so that's what people, everybody needs to be mindful of, you know, on the tours that, like, you're, everybody's a recruiter. Yeah. I mean, you might that might not be in your job title, but we're all recruiters. Yeah. From- and it's so critical – the visit is so critical because you may know the number specifically, but I know that it's a very high number. Students who come here and get a visit, their likelihood of enrolling skyrockets once they set foot on campus. So getting them while you have them and showing them the best version of the campus that you can is important. Yeah, the majority of our students that come on campus visit do um, do come to Tech, mm-hmm. which is something I'm pretty proud of. Um, I'll have to I'll have to get you the exact percentage of what it's going to be for you know this year, but I mean it it is very high, and that's something that does speak to what they get when they come mm-hmm. on the campus tour. Um, a lot of times, you know, it I think that there's so many people the people the vast majority of the ones that might not come to Tech, it's more of a a money thing, like you know because their state offers like right, in yeah. state, you know we can't. That you know, that's different. Like it's mm-hmm. not there's a lot of students that I, you know, used to work with from Arkansas that it was like you knew you were working against something that was comparable to tops. So it was hard. Like you had to really like kind of play up just the experience they were gonna get here because it is tough. Like I know like for financial reasons that's some people do have to choose. You know, it's like if their state offers, you know, different types of scholarships and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, that they the one in get. Arkansas is pretty significant. It's pretty significant. So that's why I always talk about it. Like, it is pretty significant. So I, I do understand, you know, when students have to make that choice um, because it they're giving up a lot of money to come mm-hmm. across the state line. So you have to really paint a pretty picture. I mean, you did it. Why can't everybody just, just make that I decision say. like you did? I, that's what I, I like to think <laughs> as well. Um, but, I mean, it's just it's one of those things that I do think if they come on campus, that's always been my Think if you come on campus, they're coming. Yeah, like that's kind of your attitude to take because nine times out of ten, they usually do yeah. choose to come. Um, I I do prefer our weekday tours. I will say, I mean, since I do all the anything that brings kids to campus, with the exception obviously of orientation, um, you know, the preview days, those are a good taste, a good sample. Mm. So like, you, yeah, your time out for text, your legacy days. Yes, yeah. like it's like going to the Sam's Club. And, you know, everybody loves a good sample, and it just it makes you want more. It's like, an event, it's you know, event. It, yeah. It, but, you know, not everybody loves, like, all the, the big crap. You know, that's not just everybody's style. So I will say, like, if I had to pick, it would have, you know, it's my favorite visit style it would definitely be the weekday tours just because they are so personal, and I know mm-hmm. that that's an experience that a lot of other universities aren't providing so that gives us a leg up with that but you know anytime the campus is definitely it's a positive yeah um so you know in addition to the weekday like i said we have the time out for tech um which is you know t- historically our largest one is the fall but you know after covid that kind of just changed the landscape of visits period so all of our preview days are pretty equally attended i mean any 
option we have to visit campus is highly attended now. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of it's kind of weird, like how it redid that. Yeah. But you know, I I don't really mind that Time Out for Tech's not as large as it used. You know, it, it would be upwards of two thousand people, and it mm-hmm. was. Before COVID, it was just growing and growing every year, which is a good problem to have. But you go back to the experience. You know, it's one of those, I don't want to hurt The personalization is not there. Like, it's, it, not, yeah. it's not there. And it's like, yeah, it looks good. Those numbers look good. But the personalization, like you said, is not there. And I don't want any event to just turn into herding cattle. Sure. That's not. And what, it's, I mean, you, you're you pulling in a lot of people from those timeout for tech and legacy day events and things like that. They're getting an experience that convinces them to come here. Right. But like you said, it's different for everyone. So if they need that more personalized tour to, to convince them, it's good to have the option, you know? It, it definitely is. I mean, and I'm one that only came, I, I sit here and say the weekday tours are my favorite, which they are, you know, I say that in this role now, but I only came to timeout for tech. <laughs> yeah. That's all. That's I think I probably did too, actually. I may have had, maybe I had a, private visit but i think i actually i, I know i came to a timeout for tech so yeah and so that's what i'm saying i'm like it is kind of crazy for me to say but i mean i'm in a different role now in the landscape of like this the recruiting game has just kind of changed anyways so i think you know high schools are obviously offering more days to go visit schools so people take advantage of that mm-hmm. and i definitely don't recommend going to any school that you don't visit i mean i know i couldn't do it i mean yeah I just sight unseen yeah i mean kudos to people that can <laughs> but i was like oh, why would you, you wouldn't buy a car without test driving i mean i guess some people do but yeah <laughs> but not me right. i mean i wouldn't do that but i mean i, I understand that so that might just be people just foot loose and fancy free like that but i definitely believe like come to campus um you know our application is going to open on July the 15th. And the good thing about coming to campus is that we're going to waive that application fee. And so mm. it does save you a little bit of money because, I mean, you know, you start applying to different universities and it that's just going to add up. So, I mean, that's going to be 20 bucks and some change oh, yeah. that you're going to save just by coming on a campus tour. And, you know, some majors like our aviation program do require you to do a campus visit. So, you know, that's, you know, just one thing to be mindful of. But, I mean, the process really does start now for those 2024 people. And, I mean, the thing is, it's like the application opens, and the next thing you know, you have to be admitted before you can apply for housing, which also opens in the fall. And, mm-hmm. like, all that just gets here so quick. Yeah. And I know I was one that kind of just sat around, and I don't – you know, it's one of those things, you, oh, you know, you're going to school, but – Yeah, no, I don't think I – I knew for certain I was coming to Tech until after I'd already graduated high school. So, you know, it's it's tricky to – decide make sure you have all your ducks in a row and you know it's for i'm sure at other places too it's more overwhelming or it could be because this 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 in this area that you have to take care of when you visit but it's all covered in one visit here you know like you mentioned so and i think that the good thing about us too like a part of our term is just definitely the size i mean I always I use this little cliche that I said we are like Goldilocks's porch. You know, we're not too yeah. hot, we're not too cold, we're just right. And that is how we are in size. And I think that that is what makes us so appealing to people because I was telling this family earlier, it's uh, got the dad was state trooper from Shreveport, obviously very well versed in all things rusting and stuff. But I said, it's funny, you know, I think the thing that makes tech the most charming is it really does change people. Hmm. You know, I said, students come, I mean, you might have people come out of high school, the most introverted student you've ever seen. But I said, but then they go home for Christmas and their parents see a difference in them. And I think that speaks to what happens. On, like tech makes you who you 
you know, we're meant to be and helps mold. I mean, we're, we're really putting some good, you know, young adults out mm-hmm. into the, the workforce when, you know, after their, their time here is done. And, you know, even if they extend their stay like I did, you know, here, I mean, they take us as full of good people and it, it just really does start from the time, you know, they're fresh on your own, but it does make, uh, you know, the thing that I love the most is the fact that like opportunities just present themselves so yeah. much easier at a smaller university than the larger, because I see so many students, I think they shy away from opportunities if, you know, there's going to be a lot of people or whatever. Yeah, if you're going to be a small fish in a big pond, you know. And I just think the opportunities here, like it, I think they're just rafting a little blue and red bow. That's what I always yeah. say. Just And so kids don't really shy away. I mean, it, our average student is involved in at least one or, organization. And I think that speaks volume to the type of students that come to tech. But I mean, that's, I feel like that statistic is probably pretty rare, you know, yeah. if you compared it to some of the larger schools, because the majority of our students aren't involved in just one. They're involved in, I don't know how they do yeah. all they do. So, I mean, that's, that's one thing that I definitely encourage students when they come on campus. And I think that it's easy to kind of sell that too, like along with the experiences, you do get out what you put into your college experience. And so I think they recognize that even from the start, like just from their campus visit, they see from their student recruiters there, they want to be that. Or, you know, even if they don't want to be a student recruiter, they they know that they're involved in X, Y, and Z, and they want to be a part of that. So that, to me, I think is one of the best things about tech is that it's easy to get involved. Yeah. And all that, like that's one thing that can definitely be on display just through the campus, just simply mm-hmm. sign up for a campus visit. Yeah, and there's proof. Just a, a few episodes ago, we had new SGA president and vice president, you know, Connor and Walker. They were on here. And uh, I think it was Walker who mentioned that he was he didn't do anything extracurricular really in high school. And now he's here. He's in SGA. He's in this. He's in that. And so, I mean, we saw him downstairs just a few minutes ago giving a tour. So, um, you're right. It changes people and it brings out the best of them, I think. What is that like for you then as you sort of – see these student recruiters come and go and see them kind of come into their own and they're sharing the campus experience. You know, how does that, I mean, cause they're like your team, but they're also students. So their time here is, you know, they're eventually they're going to be out the door and on to bigger and better things. So what is that like for you? So every year it's kind of like on the wizard of Oz where, you know, Dorothy, you know, tells us, I'm going to miss you yeah. most of all. <laughs> I have that Dorothy moment with at least one student mm-hmm. every, but this year has been significantly harder for me because there's just, there's a lot of scarecrows mm-hmm. for me. And I'm going to kind of get teared up, teary eyed about it because tech people are really special. And this group of seniors that I just had graduate, they are really special individuals. And I, I don't want to name all of them, but I will name some, you know, everyone knows Cage Watlington is mm-hmm. was one of my children. He was in my wedding. Kinsley Spadafora, Jacob Thomas. You know, like, I cannot speak enough good things. They're all things good to me. They know what I'm thinking before I'm thinking. And it's really hard to, like, raise new crops of yep. people that know exactly what pool's thinking because, Lord knows, it is scary in my brain. <laughs> but they know, like, they're just, their willingness to serve goes unmatched. And I wouldn't trade any of them for any amount of you know money mm. because i know their worth is you can't put any kind and of they're, and, value. and people like that who understand tech and yes yeah and i mean i could tell them i need you on campus at 5 30 more they're gonna be there yeah they might i mean and they're gonna have their tech smiles on and you know that's just 
and I know that they're doing it not just for tech, they're doing it for me because they're so loyal, not only to the university, but to me. And that that's what makes it hard because, like I said, I have new scarecrows all the mm-hmm. time. But, like, this – I blame Jacob Thomas for being the one to say – because he said, well, what are you going to do? I feel like this is your largest class that you're, like, or like of grad people that yeah. you're just super close. And I said, Jacob, thank you for pointing that out because <laughs> I hadn't really had time to, like, sit and marinate on right. it. But, I mean, it, it's, it's true. Like, you know, you raise up these little soldiers that are, like – you know that I can trust one. If I'm not there, they know exactly what to do. And so every year I train like a few, like to to be able to take on that role. And it is it's it's definitely um, they're more than just student recruiters. They're mm-hmm. they are well old machines and different things. But um, it's interesting watching. I just love watching them grow. And I, it's hard to tell them. That they're like they've got so much bigger things too. Even like, because what they've done here is so significant. And they love tech. And they love, they love tech. tech. But man, those some those kids. I mean, the sky's the limit for all mm-hmm. for for them. And so that's that's one thing that it it is tough kind of because they've done such big things here. But you know they're going to do even bigger things. But it's it's all a full circle moment. It tech has made and helped mold them into the young people that the world's about to get. So that's something that, I mean, wherever they go, I mean, those are some lucky people. Mm-hmm. And anybody that gets a tech grad, lucky. Yep. They're, they're yep. all lucky employers for sure. But it is it is fun to see them grow. Like you said, Connor and Walker, you know, t- Connor work, works for me. Well, now that he's SJ president, right. you know. Uh, a little, bit, little busy. He, he's not, he's not going to be working for me full time like he was anymore. But, you know, they're both student recruiters. So, I, I mean, I get to touch a lot of young people, like not just from like the student recruiter. I mean, because I'm, I'm involved in Greek life stuff. And just so I get to touch a lot of lives. And that's something that makes my role very, like the most unique that, I get to make a difference and there's a lot of jobs that are just paychecks, but like when you can wake up and you know, like when you put your two feet on the floor that you're going to make a difference in someone's lives, whether, you know, and to be honest, they make a difference in my life just as much as I like they, you know, they think that I make one in theirs. So it's, it's a, it's a two part story, Mm -hmm. you know, for that, but you know, it's definitely tech has an experience um, for sure, both as an undergrad an employee, like any, like just if you live in Ruston, like, you know, tech is a special yep. place. You're a member of the tech family. That's what, that's how it is. That's right. Um, well, I appreciate you sharing, you know, your experience in the role um, and a little bit more in depth about the campus experience, because I think campus experience coordinator means a lot of things. Um, but obviously the work you do here is important. And, you know, the student recruiters that you help kind of grow along the way, that's important too. Um, and you sort of touch, every person who comes on this campus right at the beginning and it's that's such a critical moment and getting them here and then when they're here it doesn't stop so um i appreciate you speaking on that thank you for being on the podcast today pool and you know go out there and get us some more students keep up keep up what you're doing thank you for listening to beyond 1894 Please subscribe and rate us wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about this episode, check out our show notes. Beyond 1894 is produced by Louisiana Tech University's Office of University Communications.